The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Regular Podcast. I am Justice Brooks. I'm Kyla. And I'm Kyla. (laughs) And we are back for another episode of the Extra Regular Podcast where we discuss all things life. We invite you into our conversations as best friends. And... Y'all listening? Okay. Share some of my life learned and not so learned lessons and be the support we all need on this journey called life. You can find us on all social media at The Extra Regular. That is at T-H-E-E-X-T-R-A-R-E-G-U-L-A-R. That is on the Twitter and on the Instagram. You can also send us an email to extraregularpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can visit us and all these great-ass, black-ass podcasts on thebreaksmedianetwork.com where all of our episodes are listed along with The Breaks Media Family. So, uh, we'll be right back after this break. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. And we are back. So, of course, this is the Extra Regular Podcast, and y'all know how things go. We're going to hop right into the What's Up section. I'll let Kyla start this one off. Oh, yay. Um... (laughs) So, we started something new this year called Sister Crush Saturday. What is that noise? I don't know. Oh, like a man getting his hair cut. Sister Crush <laughs> Saturday. Sister Crush <laughs> Saturday where we highlight um, a lady who either has a business, um, has a hobby, or is really doing something positive to impact the community in which they live. Um, so, every Saturday, we are highlighting a different lady sharing some of her work or her crafts, letting you know how you can reach her and how you can, um, I guess, reach her work or find her website or learn how to get involved with what she's doing. (laughs) We're also continuing with our Wellness Wednesdays. Oh, that feedback is terrible. Um, with our Wellness Wednesdays, um, I post those every Wednesday. I try to have them up by noonish, but you know, life gets in the way sometimes. So we have those up there, just little weekly uh, tidbits to help you get through and to encourage you throughout the rest of your week. Yes, and then I do my motivation Monday. So motivation <laughs> Monday, I. There's really not a certain time I post, just really honestly, whenever I get a chance to before 5 o'clock. And Motivation Monday is just really there to kind of give you that push that you need to start your week. Um, Most of the times it is afternoon, so I know for me and a lot of people, afternoon, especially after you eat, you're over the day. So it's just kind of an extra push to get you through the rest of your day and something to keep you motivated during the week. 
And last but not least, every other Tuesday, you can find the reason that we're all here. The podcast drops every other Tuesday. I try to get that out um, by the end of the day on Tuesday. So it might come out at 1159. But guess what? We drop on Tuesdays. So um, you should be hearing from us at least three times a week, four times a week at the most. We're trying to connect with you guys a lot more and um, be more in your face with the podcast. Just because we want to get to know you all and we want you all to know us a little bit better. So make sure you following us on all of those social medias. That is at the extra regular at T-H-E-E-X-T-R-A-R-E-G-U-L-A-R. That is on the Twitter and on the Instagram. Alright. Anything else you got for the what's up section this week, Kyla? Um um well this is probably gonna be petty. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just in the last week I noticed a lot of people have this sense of entitlement mm. when they ain't got shit. So they don't have nothing but expect, almost demand people to do things for them. And I just find that really interesting. Like, you're not doing anything to help yourself, but here everybody else is supposed to fix your problems because you're having problems. And I just thought that was interesting. I've seen it a lot. And um, there's been a common pattern with that, but I'm not going to really specify that Mm -hmm. Um, most certain if you think hard enough you can figure it out but it's just amazing to me how some people really expect to do nothing and get everything handed to them Hmm. actually it pisses me off that sound like a show all in itself sound like what sound like a show all in itself yeah it, it definitely can be i just i don't i i want to understand because i don't how how people operate like that and it's not like you don't have nothing because something's happened but you ain't never had nothing mm. and you're okay with that but you still demand shit like get out of my face get out of my face oh, oh. Um. yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that is something we should bookmark that for a later show um I don't think I have anything to add to the what's up section I'm lying. I think I do. I'm really trying to figure out a way to get to this B2K concert. Like, all of these dates, none of the March dates add up for me because I'll be out of the country. In uh, April, they ain't going to be nowhere near Kansas City on a weekend. Like, why are they going to St. Louis on a Wednesday? Like, hell. I can't do a time. I can't get off work, drive to St. Louis, and drive back home. Like, that just... That can't happen for me. But I really, really want to go. Like, I've been seeing them puppet more and more recently. And I'm just trying to be down with the get down and bump, bump, bump all over the place. Like, I'm really sad. Have you decided? For me, I think it, I mean, I'm still going to go. But the excitement has decreased a lot. I think the announcement, that was my peak. And now it's like, okay, mm. they're coming. I'm going to still go, for sure. But... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not as excited as I was. So today, I seen, um, I recently followed all of them. And so, like, Rasby had posted a picture of all of them on some TV show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is really happening. Like, I need to go. Like, they all grown as hell now. And it's like, I need to be there. 
But we'll see how it turns out. Um, Because I'm not finna travel too far to see him. Um, I'm not either. If I can't drive there, I'm not going. Yeah, that's real. Cause St. Louis three and a half hours away, but again, it's on a Wednesday. It's on a Wednesday the the week I get back from from Thailand. So I ain't gonna be adjusted back <laughs> to the to the time zones or nothing. But we'll see what happens. I'm I'm excited. I want to go. Uh, that's all I had. You have anything else for what's up? What's it? What's it? No. Nope. All right. So we are going to move right into our topic for this week. And just a heads up. So we recorded this two weeks ago um, when the episode was supposed to drop. But because we want to provide you all with not only great content, but also quality audio, um, we just, we didn't feel comfortable publishing it. So this is... um, the episode from last week we're gonna re-record it and honestly i looked at my notes today like what so it's just gonna be like doing it like it's brand new because i don't remember what we talked about exactly so um we are talking about self-sabotage this week self-sabotage and you all know that i always try to come with a definition so Self-sabotaging is a behavior that creates problems in our lives and interferes with long-standing goals. It's also called self, um, what does this say, Kyla? Mm, self-defeating behavior. <laughs> and it, um, standing in, uh, in the way of the intent of, of doing things, so... I just wanted to hit you all off with the definition real quick so you all know where we're coming from when we are talking about this type of behaviors. So we're going to run into the different types of self-sabotage. Kyla? Hold on. All right. Or I could I could start if you want me to. I thought you had the thing. Oh. I don't know. I thought we... Uh, Trade it off. Um, the first type I have is, of course, procrastination. Um, it's definitely, it definitely can be a self-sabotaging behavior. And I think it's something that, like, 100% of us partake in at some part of our lives. Whether that is when we're in college and we're putting off papers. If it's putting off that big assignment at work. If it's not having a conversation that we need to have. Um, it's something that we all do it's an avoidance of a task that needs to be accomplished and it's habitual despite the negative consequences or the negative outcomes so that's procrastination what do you think about that kyla 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 i think that (laughs) i need to find the other theme of Uh self-sabotage because i think that I don't have them anymore. Okay. Because I think that I had an article pulled up on my computer. Mm. Because I think that... (laughs) That's what I think. Okay. Okay. I know it was on psychology today, but the article printed off. Yeah, we were looking at at the same one. Do you what? We were looking at the same article. I don't have mine put up anymore either. But so I'll just keep going and then you chime in. 
when you uh when you find it so the next one that i found was um another self-sabotaging or self-defeating behavior is um maybe self-medication some people get addicted to different kinds of substances and it's because it takes you away in that moment to stop you from thinking about something sometimes you may uh, partake of said substance so much that you're physically unable to do these things and it's that's not a that's not a healthy healthy behavior not only does it stop you from accomplishing your goals um sometimes those things can physically take a toll on you and that's something that you need to be mindful of and that's something that we'll talk about a little later is how do we stop with these self-sabotaging behaviors and one of the main things is being mindful of why we are doing them yeah so so did you say medicating self-medicating uh-huh yeah so with that i think everything you said and i think it also it um kind of puts us in a, at a point of stagnation so we're really not progressing we aren't doing anything but self-medicating and then once we get back to a point where either the depression has went away for the moment anxiety is lowered or whatever the case may be it's like starting over again so you have to get that um momentum back up and it kind of plateaus in the same spot so it's like you never really get a chance to progress or you do, mm-hmm. but it takes way longer than it would have if we didn't have to have that self-medicating piece in, as one of our steps. Yeah, agreed. Something else is I wrote down was comfort eating, which can also become an addiction, especially when we don't realize um, when we're tying those behaviors to certain situations, um, whether that be stress or you procrastinated so much that now you're not going to make your deadline. Um, so comfort eating, uh, spending too much money, um, online shopping, that'll get you every time. Cause all you got to do is type your, your numbers in and bam, bam, bam. Prime two day shipping is here on Saturday. So, um, that, those are two other ones that I, that I have. You have something to say about those? never really considered those to be self-sabotage or a part of self-sabotage self-sabotage I thought more along the lines of I don't know like just I don't know I don't even know a word for it (laughs) other than like you said just comforting yourself like you you're not happy with something so you just do something that makes you happy but um, kind of looking at the definition of self-sabotage and understanding how that affects us, I definitely can see why that is a part of self-sabotage. And I can say I have participated in that type of Oh, self-sabotage. most definitely. <laughs> Mainly eating, because I ain't got no money to shop, but eating. <laughs> like, I just ate chocolate because Justice said a crunch bar. She said crunch bar, and I ran and got candy. <laughs> and that crunch bar was good. Um, yeah, so like comfort eating, so self-sabotaging, like we said in the beginning, is um, something that interferes with our long-standing goals. So if we are trying to 
meet a certain uh, body type. I won't even say a weight or a number. And we, um, we're we not eating the things that would affect us positively to do that. We're self-sabotaging ourselves from meeting that goal. If we are supposed to be saving to move and we see some cute jeans on Fashion Nova and Fashion Nova is the only jeans that really fit you and it's long enough and you like, I just need to buy some more because what if Fashion Nova go out of business and I won't have no jeans, you know, then that's not really um, conducive to saving and it's kind of irrational because you already got enough Fashion Nova jeans. Yeah. <laughs> but great example. <laughs> um, another um, behavior I have is self harm, and I think that can uh, that can be tied into the self medication, the comfort eating, and um, hell, even financially spending that spending that money can can um, take some toll on you physically, um, but also those those substances those really really potent substances and or um causing physical harm to yourself are also self-sabotaging or self-defeating behaviors yes so self-harm is basically something that you're doing intentionally to take your mind off of something else um so self-harm a lot of times i think about um people cutting or Mainly that's really all I think about. I know there's different forms of scraping, but those are the two most common that I hear is um, cutting and scraping. And sometimes people may think, how does scraping yourself with something sharp or cutting yourself with something sharp, how does that make you feel better? And a lot of times it's just kind of taking you out of of the present. And it, it, it can be relaxing. It can just get you out of whatever it is that you're feeling and then in that moment Mm -hmm. I guess in a better state now you have these scars and scars can get infected and it could just go downhill from there but it's just something that we do um to to calm us down coping skill for some to just get rid of whatever the stress is and then we have to later deal with the consequences of that as well right Right. and I think you make a good point about that so with self-sabotaging behavior a lot of the things that we are doing you know we still have to deal with them later so we're quote-unquote dealing with that in that moment but if we don't actually approach the situation and figure out some kind of solution to it it's going to come back around and then you know it becomes a cycle and we're creating these habits um which aren't necessarily great but you know we're we're participating in that self-defeating or self-sabotaging behaviors you want to know a secret yes i got it so all of those types that i just magically couldn't find are right here they're right here they are right here attached to how to break the cycle like it's right here there they are i just i guess reading is fundamental I don't know. whoop there it is whoop, that's really there it is. Man, allison had a conversation about that song last night 
I think I shared it on the podcast, but you remember, I think I told you when I was little, I thought that song said whoop that ass. And so I thought I was getting away with cussing all the time when that song came on. Yeah. Whoop that ass. Whoop that ass. Whoop that ass. You know who caught me? My auntie. But that's okay. <laughs> um, so do you have any to add other than the ones that I, uh, we've already mentioned? Yes, I do, actually. Okay, girl. Um, another theme or type of self-sabotage is worrying. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is thinking about things that really don't matter in the moment. Or thinking about things that logically could never happen. Um, doubting yourself and your abilities to the point that you're not able to focus on what you're actually doing. Um, feeling symptoms of stress and anxiety. Um, suffering unexplained panic attacks. Unexplained uh, spells of depression. And thinking that Fashion Nova may go out of business, so you have to order extra jeans, like things like that. So worrying can put us in a state of self-sabotage. Sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it, especially when we're ordering from Fashion Nova. What do you have to say, Justice? (laughs) (laughs) I agree. That's um, one of the behaviors that... I am constantly speaking to my therapist about so well that she's speaking to me about and I'm like girl okay and I still worry um so not all the time about fashion over jeans but you know yeah and my other one was anger so Mm. um becoming aggressive um, instead of assertive or direct destroying relationships with others mm-hmm. um, intentionally resentment um, feelings of jealousy or envy that I mean I think it's normal to feel feelings of just justice jealousy or but to the point where you can't control it or like I said you ruin a relationship over it mm-hmm. so um Anger is definitely a self-sabotaging act. I totally agree. Um, Anger can get the best of you, uh, whether it be um, that verbal type anger or, you know, some people do have that. um, I won't say uncontrollable anger because 80% of that can be controlled if you're more mindful about what's making you upset and what your triggers are. Um, but whether or the physical anger of throwing things or hitting people, um, definitely, definitely self sabotaging. Like you said, it's very difficult to, um, hold on to any type of relationship if you're consistently angry or if you are consistently, um, lashing out at folks. Like, don't nobody want to be around that shit? Like, bye. And then the last one I had was feeling feeling worthless mm. so um exaggerating other people's ach- achievements or um diminishing I can't talk today. diminishing your own taking um criticism to heart taking everything personally that really is not even that deep 
letting other people put you down, letting other people talk down on you or to you mm-hmm. to the point that you start to believe it. Um, so really just kind of lack of self-esteem, lack of self-confidence, and placing other people's accomplishments and achievements above yours, even though yours are, are equal to or greater than yeah, when you said that, it reminded me of um, the four agreements. When you said uh, when people take criticism personally, that's the second of the four agreements is don't take anything personally. And um, if you do, that's just you're <laughs> you're essentially setting yourself up for failure. And I think you touched you touched on this one a little bit too. It was um, one of the last ones that I had was comparison. So we've talked about this on the show a couple of times, how comparison is a killer. If you continue to compare yourself to whoever and whatever, who's living this type of life and who got this spouse and who has these kids and who has this house and who has this car, then, you know, you're never going to be happy. You are never going to be happy. Because, like Kyla says all the time, people don't put their process on social media. They only put the those those outcomes, and you're you're never gonna know that. And just you, you say, like I said, you're just setting yourself. Up. I can't talk either. Setting yourself up for failure. And it sounds simple, like don't take something personal. And I think in the um, the four agreements book. I think it stated that that one was typically the hardest one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it's hard. It's it a is. lot harder than it than it seems, especially when you're passionate about something or you put your all into something, and then someone criticizes it. Um, you take that a lot more to heart than you would something else. And then just thinking for myself, um, when you lay down at night. Well, when I lay down at night, sometimes I think about those things that didn't go as well as they could have or should have, or think about something that really pissed me off. I tend to dwell on that a little bit longer than I do the positives. Well, a lot bit longer than I do the positives or the things that went well because I have that expectation. But when something doesn't go the way that I expect it to go, then I dwell on it a lot more, and that's not good either. Yeah. It's really difficult to, like you said, to not take things personally or see that you're not meeting these specific goals that you set for yourself. Um, but it's a it's a process to work on, and not all processes are easy. So, I agree. The last one that I had was um, neglecting self-care can be self-sabotaging. So not paying attention to yourself. Um, I think my Wellness Wednesday, not this past week, but the week before, was ignoring your body. So your body tells you when something is wrong. Like, you should never ache. Like, aches happen for a reason. Your hair hurts for a reason and things like that. So paying attention to to your body and what situations are making you feel this way what foods are making you feel this way why are you tired do i need to sleep more um because self-care is not always about going to get that pedicure or going to get that massage sometimes self-care is sitting your ass down and taking a nap and i'm so over i'm honestly over the term self-care i feel like it people have taken it and just uh, 
driven into the ground. I'm over it. Um, a lot of times I see self-care associated with things like you said, getting a pedicure, getting your hair done, but it's not about the the things that you do that involve spending money or the things that you do right. that I guess make that you purchase. It's really just taking care of yourself when so you do it every single day. And it doesn't have, I think it's because I feel like it's a label and I just feel a certain way about labels. I think it's but been commercialized. <clears throat> like it is about just listening to your body. For example, if you know that you're lactose intolerant, but you continue to, I don't know, drink chocolate milk or <laughs> eat ice cream and then you have to suffer with the consequences. At some point you have to listen to your body and be like, okay, what can I do? What can I substitute out to still get the satisfaction of whatever it is without having to deal with the consequences. Right. So just looking out for yourself because you only get one body. Um, and just think of your your body as as your car or as your home. You're not going to let your car and home deteriorate if you have the means to do so. So why not think the same about your body? Because you only got one. Amen. Amen. That's it. That's it. So you want to move into why we self-sabotage? Why we self-sabotage? The first thing that I have is um, sometimes we question our self-worth or we feel that we are undeserving of happiness. And so we begin to do these things to put us in our place or ouch, put us where um, we think we should be. So we do these things because we feel or we've been taught that we're not worthy. I don't have anything to say on that. Okay. <laughs> um, the other one that I have is um, control. So it may be a whole bunch of things going on in our lives, but self-sabotaging can be a um, a negative way to control that. Yeah, that I definitely agree with, especially if whatever, uh, if there's something in your life that's changing and you, you are anxious about it, um, something that you know that you, you can do yourself and do well is um, kind of taking control of that situation and self-sabotaging. So, uh, for example, when I was working in the substance abuse facility, I would have um, kids who were doing really well headed towards discharge from inpatient, and then they would go home and use and come back. And I asked them why, and they say because they don't know how to, they don't know how to act sober because they've been. Um, using for, for so long, long. so mm-hmm. it's things like that or someone who has been in jail or prison for a long time they get out they do something to go back in because that's where they're comfortable um, comfort sometimes well a lot of time it's just it's people would rather be com- comfortable than deal with changes so mm-hmm. that's what they're used to so they want to keep it that way because they're in control and they know what's going to happen amen amen that matches with the um, the next one I have is familiarity and consistency. I remember I was having trouble pronouncing that the 
the last time. Um, so like Kyla said, because people get comfortable in these certain situations, um, they put themselves back in these certain situations. So everything might be going great, but um, that worry that we talked about earlier steps in and we're just waiting for that other shoe to fall. And so instead of making the other shoe fall, we just take it off and throw it. Um, so yeah, familiarity. I tried. I got it right the first time. <laughs> Inconsistency. Did you have another one? Or want to respond to that? About control. I don't have anything different. I think they all kind of tie together with that control piece. So we're going to move on quickly into uh, addressing or breaking that cycle. And like we mentioned before, Uh, Like a lot of topics that we talk about here on the extra regular, it all comes back to mindfulness and being aware of basically what your triggers are and what situations, what situations are happening that are making you want to participate in these types of behaviors. Yes. So I think um, the first step in in overcoming self-sabotage is to actually recognize recognize that you are Mm self-sabotaging and with that um it's really just asking yourself questions and being honest with your answers on things such as what's constantly making you fail or what is something that you've always wanted to accomplish why haven't you done so um what not what but where do you find yourself procrastinating the most and kind of thinking about some of those answers and that alone can help you identify that you are self-sabotaging and get you to a point where you're able to work on some of those things that stop you from self-sabotaging. I agree. Um, the next one that I have is monitoring, 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 that's it. Ain't that the word? Monitor? Yeah. It sounds funny when I said it. Uh, <laughs> monitoring. No. That's how you say it? It's yes, silly. Girl, yes. <laughs> Recognizing your negative okay, thinking. So recognizing when you're going into that um that negative thinking space. Um again it like Kyla was talking about it all ties back into um, knowing that you are performing these behaviors and um, noticing your mind frame when these are happening. So noticing when you are worried or noticing when you are comparing yourself to someone and how that's making you feel and what that's making you want to do. So noticing when those negative thoughts come up and trying to combat them with something positive and performing some type of positive action. Yes, what she said. <laughs> and then you want to, uh, yeah, like she said, make a note of it and if you can, physically write it down mm-hmm. in your journal. Yeah. Um, physically write it down and then just go back and look at some of the things that you have written down and typically they have a pattern and you can kind of readjust that pattern and for instance if you know that you always self-sabotage when 
know. When you have a review at work, that is so random. Um, <laughs> so the next time that you have a review, because you'll have one again, remember what you did last time and come up with a plan to do things differently so that it it won't result in self sabotage. That was a terrible example, but yeah. No, I think it's valid, and I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to. The next one is challenging your self sabotage. Challenging your <laughs> self sabotaging thinking. So it's kind of like what we just said recognizing what you're doing to self sabotage specifically those negative thoughts or negative self-talk and reversing it so Mm -hmm. um kind of think about okay i'm having these thoughts why what is it that's causing me to think like this the more questions you ask yourself the more answers you have and it kind of in a sense corrects the self-sabotaging behavior so that you can live a a happy life with uh, no (laughs) self-sabotage Absolutely. I think that that's a, that's a good point is that once you begin to recognize those, that you begin to take some sort of action to it. So it's one thing to be like, okay, when this happens, this is how I feel. And then I eat a lot. Then you have to stop eating a lot when it happens. (laughs) So not only recognizing that behavior um, and those negative thoughts, but taking action uh, once once you've come to that conclusion. And it may not be easy, and it probably won't be easy. But like Kyla said, you want to live a happy life. We want you to live a happy life. We all want you to live a happy life. You got anything else for addressing the cycle or breaking the cycle? All right. So do you want to share? Um, well, we've kind of been talking about it. Um, some of just for this part. <laughs> so I self-sabotage a lot. Um, some that I, I, I am aware of others. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I procrastinate a lot, but that's not my number one. I just do it because um, I want to. <laughs> I worry a lot about things that will most likely never ever happen or mm-hmm. if they do happen there's nothing that I can do about it um, I worry a lot about especially other people um, I can only control what happens to someone um, to a certain extent what people are going to do what they want to do mm-hmm. so I need to just not worry about that but I can't not so that's a lot of it. Um, and then negative self-talk. Um, and I just say things that I don't really, like I mean it, but I don't really mean it at the same time. It's just, for example, um, I like cookies, y'all. So I was talking to one of my friends today, and I was like, because you know my fat ass be eating cookies all the time. And it's, I, I refer to myself as fat ass all the time. And I don't really believe it. But I say it so often that it's Mm -hmm. really something that I associate with myself. Um, So things like that, and to try and stop that, I I talk to myself a lot, like out loud. Um, Sometimes I get nervous for no reason because I know what the hell I'm doing. I just get nervous because, I don't know, my body likes to. So I, I have to hype myself up, like, you got this girl 
okay, I see you. Like, I talk to myself. Like, I comment on Instagram pictures. Um, <laughs> so I really just have to do that a lot in order to help myself. I come for eat, but um, because I like cookies. <laughs> so I've been trying not to eat cookies lately. And it's hard. So it is. I, I ate yogurt today and it was gross. But just a lot of different things like that. I think the audio is really important with just talking to yourself, not just in your head, but actually hearing yourself say those positive things. And I think that can have a huge turnaround um, with your self sabotaging behaviors. Oh, and then I was doing this quiz at work and. It was, do you self-sabotage? And I thought it was going to give me a yes, you do, or no, you don't answer. And it said, self-sabotage is heavy in my life, and it restricts me from happiness, or it restricts me from being happy. And I was like, dang, that's really true, because I like, all I want out of life is just to be 100% happy, and I'm not because I worry all the time, mm-hmm. and I procrastinate and that was just enlightening in itself it was just two sentences like girl you self-sabotage you're never going to be happy if you continue so that was um a wake-up call Mm -hmm. to get my shit together (laughs) and stop calling myself that ass and i'm not gonna stop procrastinating but stop worrying about (laughs) (laughs) stop worrying about things that i have no control over it so that's something that i used to talk to my therapist about and no matter how much we talked about it no matter how much I'm educated on how that just tears you down it's just something I continue to do so just really starting to put some of those things that she's taught me that I know that I'm capable of just putting some of those things in action so that I can be happy I agree. I think for myself as well, worry is one of the top things, Um, especially like I said earlier that I talked to my therapist about. She's always like, um, only think about, you can only control the things that you can control. You can control other people. Like every time I go to my session, I'm so pissed off at the traffic. Like it makes me mad every time I, every time I go. And she's like, you can't control how other people drive. And I'm like, they just need to drive better. Like, yeah. So, um, like, stuff like that. I'm worried about somebody hitting me. Or um, a lot of my worry um, at this point in my life is about the future and the, the moves that I'm trying to make and the things that I'm trying to do, the relationships and things that I'm building. Um, I worry about that a shit ton and um it can be it can be self-sabotaging because as you worry you create these scenarios in your head and um the 110 percent of that shit is not gonna happen but you know you, you always go to either extreme when you when you worry and it's it's not healthy and like kyla said it's something that she talked to her therapist about it's something that i consistently speak with mine about and that i'm that i'm working on um procrastination is also is also one for me i notice that i do it when i'm not sure of what the outcome is going to be particularly for me so 
I will go to sleep in a second. That's my procrastination go-to. I'm just going to take a nap. Um, so, I know for me, procrastination is a big one. And that comes along, again, not knowing what's next and not having a familiar or a predictable situation. I tend to procrastinate with that. And... Oh, to go back to what Kyla said about um, that negative self-talk, I'm pretty good at that and at, at not doing that right now because it's something that I've, I've worked on over the last two to three years is um, hyping myself up. I will get in the mirror real quick and pull a Issa, okay? I will rap to myself. I will get myself a little twerk in the mirror, like, you know, you got, like Kayla said, you have to hype yourself up. Because ain't nobody going to hype you up like you hype you up. And if you don't believe in yourself, it don't matter who hyping you up. So, um, like she said, speak those things out loud. Let yourself hear yourself. And um, push on from there. That's yeah, it. what you said. <laughs> it sounds like we had some of the same sabotaging behaviors, but for totally different reasons. Mm-hmm. And that just shows that there's layers to each one of them. So procrastination, I know we constantly think of waiting until the last minute, but there's different layers to that. There's different reasons as to why you're procrastinating. Same with worrying. Um, Some people worry about the future. Some people worry about what's going on in the moment. Some people worry about others excessively me. Some people worry (laughs) about um, things that have happened in the past or things they've experienced in the past and how that will affect them in the future and what was the other one you said did I say I don't know Um, when you were talking about (laughs) being upset about traffic oh Oh, yeah was that part of procrastination I don't think so that was about worry worrying how other people and control controlling what you can control and then negative self-talk. Some people um, do it, what's the word I'm looking for? Subconsciously? Mm-hmm. Yeah, subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Where it's just basically habitual. Um, don't really, it doesn't really have an effect. Like, you don't believe it in a sense that it will affect you while mm-hmm. others. Um, negative self-talk for them is literally talking themselves out of situations because they they have that fear or they're not comfortable in the situation so a lot of these behaviors have different layers and um you may know someone who's experiencing i don't know worry um and your worry looks a little bit different than theirs it doesn't mean that you know you're you're one step closer to the self-sabotage life than they are it's just different layers which means that there's different ways that you can go about resolving those and rectifying those those behaviors. Amen. That hey, was a woman. <laughs> that was a good summation of that. Um, do you have that sounds so condescending? It wasn't. Um, you have anything else to add? No, I don't. Are you sure? Okay. Um, well, everyone, thank you all for listening and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Extra Regular Podcast. I am Justice Brooks. I'm Kyla.
And again, you can find us on all social media at The Extra Regular. That is at T-H-E-E-X-T-R-A-R-E-G-U-L-A-R. That is on the Twitter and on the Instagram. You can also send us an email to extraregularpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can visit us and get all of our episodes at thebreaksmedianetwork.com where we are part of the Breaks Media family. And don't forget to listen to those other podcasts as well. That's it. That's it. All right. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Bye. Are you going to tell the people bye? I said bye. I didn't. First of all, don't be yelling at me. We'll be listening. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. All right, y'all.